Hey guys, welcome to my podcast. I hope you're well. Welcome to Inside Anna's Mind if you're new here. Oh, this week has been a week in itself. And, you know, I always talk about turning up as your authentic self. And sometimes your authentic self is feeling down and not feeling too okay. And that's also okay. Your authentic self isn't always your happiest version or all your bubbly parts. It's also the normal human parts of feeling everything you're feeling. So I want to come on here today and just open up a little bit more of some things I've learned, but also some things I haven't got figured out. And I think normally I like to turn up on this podcast when I've got things figured out. So it was actually my birthday week, which I think always has this effect because it's almost more pressure to have a good week. And so when anything not so good happens, we feel even worse or we like question how we're doing. I don't know, but I want to start with the best part of my birthday week. And that was my birthday party. And it was two days before my birthday. And I basically invited everyone who I felt comfortable with, everyone who I loved, my people. And I actually had a bouncy castle birthday party. And the reason why I did it was because I was so close to canceling, not canceling, I was so close to not making any plans for my birthday. That's what I normally do. I don't tend to have birthday parties because I don't really love the idea of going out for drinks or making a night out for your birthday because I'm like, oh, will everyone enjoy it? Or I don't know where to go. Like I'm not the biggest partier. So like to create a birthday party around that, I'd feel even more stress and pressure. And that's not what you necessarily want on your birthday. And so I just thought, what would make Anna happy? What would make my inner child happy? And I was like, you know what, bouncy castles. And also like as a kid, I didn't, well, we didn't have too much money. And I would always see like my friends have like really fun parties, like a really cool cake, like all of these things. And don't get me wrong, I'm so grateful for my childhood and I think I'm extremely privileged to be where I am. Um, but yeah, having a single mom, we didn't have too much disposable income. And so I just kind of treated myself and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna create that. And I think it's actually one of my like biggest driving forces for why I like to work hard and play the game. You know, I always repeat life is a game, go play. And one of those things include money and, you know, to earn adult money and spend it on kid things. I love it. Like even just like little things like buying stickers and buying cute pens and shark onesies and space hoppers. Like that's just fun to me. So I had my birthday party and it was just so fun. It was so nice to almost provide an opportunity for everyone else in my life to be like a child and just have fun and just to hear everyone laughing and not stressing about who they're talking to, what they look like, everything like that. We were just having fun. And so that was honestly the best day of my week. And I'll be completely honest and say, since then, like every day from that, I have just declined a little bit. And yeah, I think it's natural to have lower weeks. I think it's very natural and it's not out of nowhere. Like there has been things in my personal life that have kind of changed this week. And so I think when one safety blanket is taken off, you are more, I'm gonna say vulnerable, but 
you maybe feel more or you need something from someone else more because you stopped getting it from one person. And yeah, that's been my week. Now, what I kind of want to talk about is letting friends in. And this has been probably the most, I say eye-opening week, but also just like new for me. And I'm starting to gain this other perspective and what it really means to let friends in because I'll be so honest and say, I am so bad with letting friends in. Like, and not even like bad with letting friends in. Like, you know, my besties are like, share with them and stuff but we see each other like every few months maybe every three months and we have a catch-up and everything like my long-term besties but just you know and especially like living alone if i don't reach out to friends i'm either struggling myself or i'm reaching out more to the person that i'm talking to eg a guy and you know that's okay but I've really seen this week what it means to let friends in and something already that I can think of is knowing that we serve our friends in different ways and we don't always have to reciprocate the help straight away or in the same way. So like a really good example was I was struggling maybe like two days ago, well struggling all week, but like two days ago I put up my crazy to-do list on my close friends and it was so long and I made a joke and I was like overwhelm I've never heard of it and so all my like close friends see it and normally I wouldn't do that because I don't like I was actually so close to taking it down because I was like I don't need to show people this like what are you trying to gain like I was almost telling myself that I was like trying to seek attention of like how much I've got to do when you should just buckle up and do it and I was supposed to see my friend Amelia at the end of the evening and we were going to do like a funny video. Like I was going to go in my shark onesie and we were going to like go to a shopping, like a grocery store and make a funny video out of it. And I won't lie, when I was in the middle of my overwhelm and my to-do list in my day, I kind of actually forgot that I had made those plans. And I think if it just came to like 7 p.m. and she texted me like, hey, when are we meeting? I would have just been like, I can't, like I really can't. But she saw my to-do list and she was like, look, I get if you can't see, like, if you don't want to do it tonight, like, you seem pretty stressed. And then she was like, would you want me to come around and tidy your house? And I, at the beginning, I was like, no, like, don't be silly. Like, you know, and it just feels like not wrong, but like, no, why would you do that for me? Like, I don't, I don't have the energy to give back something else or I can't come around clean. I, I won't come around and clean your house. Like, I don't have the space in my day to do that any other time. And... There was just something that was just like, Anna, you're really struggling. Like, just let the fucking help come in. And I was like, are you sure? And she was like, genuinely, like, I've got nothing to do right now. And cleaning makes me happy. And obviously, she, like, she wanted to help me out. And so I let her come round and she literally tidied up my whole house while I was able to crack on with some work. So, like, both ends of the to-do list were getting done. And normally, like, with my friend Amelia or like, let's say other friends, when I'm busy, I'm just like, no, like I have to cancel on everything and I can't ask for help. I sometimes will say I'm struggling and I can't, but most time I'm like, sorry, I'm too busy with work. And it was just, it was nice to experience help from someone. Felt uncomfortable to say yes, but it did help and it did make me feel better. And it was a way of 
us actually growing closer together because when you let love in, you let love expand. And so if anything, do you know what I mean? Like you, you let yourself grow as a friendship. And so she was able to come and help me. And although for me, that's quite uncomfortable with friends. I'm like, why would you, why would you want to come and help me? Like, surely you don't want to do that. Like whatever. But she did. And then I ended up like cooking her dinner and I know like another time I'll help her out. But like, we all have different ways to love. And just because someone wants to offer you like a way to help you, it doesn't always mean that you have to do the exact same. And so within that, you can let different types of love in, knowing that you don't have to give it back right there and then in the exact same way. And that applies again to, you know, I made a new friend this week called Dan and he's honestly the most wise guy, wise person. And it's so, I can't explain how nice it is, you know, and don't take this in the wrong way, but sometimes I feel like I can't reach out to friends in a emotional, I've got a problem, please help me. Because sometimes, you know, the advice I need is like stuff from my therapist because she's got certain ways of thinking about life and it's a little bit more like on a certain level. Now, don't get me wrong, I highly appreciate when my friends listen to all my worries, but I also love the fact that I don't expect any perfect replies or advice. Do you know what I mean? Like I've I've come to that. And I and I like the fact that I can still open up to my friends without making them feel like they have to give me some incredible advice back. But to meet someone, to meet a friend who can do that for you, like I can't explain. I just had a half an hour FaceTime call with Dan and I was feeling really low. And he just completely switched my mindset and really just got me on the right path. Hence why I'm recording the podcast right now because I was in a big procrastination, big slump mood and my head is a lot clearer now, hence why I can speak on a podcast. And then he said at the end of the call and he was like, and you don't owe me and like, you don't owe me anything right now. You don't owe me anything anyways. Like I'm giving you this because I want to and I can call you and whatever. And you know, further down the line, there'll be some sort of reciprocation, but right there and then on the FaceTime, I then don't have to give him a, that, 30 minute therapy session. Do you know what I mean? Like we can give love at different times and then receive it in different ways back. So that is a new understanding. I think another thing that I've really experienced recently is finding your tribe, finding your people. And I don't think we're told very often as adults or in our twenties or thirties or <laughs> however old, that you can make brand new friends and connect on a real level. We think the friends we have from high school and you know college is our friends and maybe we'll make some sort of like new friends but never like really, really close people or a whole new group. And recently I've found that, I've genuinely found probably in the last couple of months through running and doing high rocks I found these group of people that have been so welcoming, so loving. There's guys, there's girls, everyone, like and our connection and our mutual thing that we have is exercise. Like we come together and we exercise, but the love that's surrounded beside it is just so amazing. And for, you know, it's even so healing for all the guys to not be wanting something more from you. And maybe that's just because I'm young and maybe the people that I'm surrounded by, but 
and I'm not saying that's all the time. Like I have guy friends that don't want more from me, but it's definitely a usual thing I'd say as a young woman. Like if you make friends with guys, maybe like, you know, if any of them are single or if you're single, there's this almost like, do we like each other or are we gonna get something, I don't know, from each other, anything. And since being in this new friendship group where there are, where a lot of us are single, but none of us are trying to like get on it with each other. And we're also loving, like we haven't got a barrier of, you know, you know, in some guys, and this is just me being stereotypical, like girls as well, but like you make a new friendship group with guys, they'll be, they'll be nice to you. They might say little comments that aren't too nice. They might joke around with you. They might pull you down a tiny bit. That's definitely been my, my experience with like guy friendship groups when I was like 17, 18, even 15, like the way of communication is pulling you down. But to have guy friends that are like, hey, gorgeous, give you a hug, but not want anything more. Do you know what I mean? And just be like loving and support you. Like it's just been so wonderful. And I just didn't think that was something that was gonna happen, especially with my, from my experience, I live alone. I don't say I work alone. Obviously I work with Alex and I, and I work with so many like other people within the industry and everything, but like, I do my work on my own. I live alone. So I work on a, in a coffee shop by myself. I do a lot of things by myself. And I've always been a little bit of a butterfly like throughout school and high school. Like I'd have my friends, but I'm always doing my own thing. And so I kind of just assumed that going into adult life that it would continue. And that even if people beside me had really close friendship groups that were actually nurturing, I wouldn't have that. So to have that, it's really quite nice. And if any, I could tell my younger self that it could happen. And this week, well, it was actually yesterday, I went to High Rocks and they're all there. And I had a bit of stuff going on emotionally before it, but I just turned up, we moved our bodies together, all great. And then afterwards when it stopped, everything hit me again. And I couldn't actually hide the fact that I was feeling everything. And so to actually be around people and my friends, they are my friends, and not have to be bubbly Anna was like a new thing for me, especially when they're new friends and you know, they know your socials and all that stuff. Like bubbly Anna is normally what you get, but to understand like what I've learned is that, but being my authentic self includes the other moments too. And so yes, my authentic self is being bubbly and loud and dancing and all of that stuff. But another side is if I'm feeling low, to be able to feel low around them and not have to hide that. And Dan was there last night and he could see very quickly that something was up and he came, straight away came over to me and he was like, you can be your authentic self right now. You don't have to be anything else. You can be exactly how you are. And so with him saying that, like normally we go for food after and I was not gonna come for food. I was gonna go back. I was gonna be in my little rut. I was gonna probably scroll on my phone for ages. And I did do a bit of that in the evening, but besides the point, I didn't do that straight away after class. And I came and I sat down with, that was probably like a group of six of us. Everyone was eating and I was, I literally had my head in my hands and I stayed there. And there were so many points where my brain said, just go, like, they don't need to see this or what the fuck are they gonna do? Like, my head almost has this perception that what are friends gonna do? 
I, I, I need the guy that I'm talking to. I need them to tell me that I'm loved and cared about and that I'm great. But my friends, what are they going to, what does that mean? And each one of them just held so much space for me. I had Millie G hugging me. I had my Gymshark manager hugging me. I had my new friends hugging me. And they were just like, we're here. And they all came up to me separately. They're like, look, I'm here if you need me. A few of them texted me afterwards. And that was just new. <laughs> and to know that I can do that. And there is still this level of understanding what friends can do from distance away. So like I saw the benefit yesterday of like being in person and receiving hugs and receiving love from friends in person. But in my head, I'm like, but if I'm struggling, what's me texting you saying, hey, I'm struggling gonna do? Maybe you're gonna ask me what's up, but you know what I mean? Like in my head, I'm like, that's not gonna work. But I literally just called my friend Dan and he helped me out so much. And so it might not be with everyone. I might not be able to face and call every single friend, but slowly I'm almost like gaining trust in a few people. And, I, and I, obviously I trust all my friends, but like to really just let everything out and also know that you'll receive some help back. But yeah, so I guess moving on from like friendships, there may be more stuff in my head, but I'm not too sure right now. Um, yeah, struggled a bit this week, but I'm actually going to Australia in two days and it's really helping me through at the moment. I don't know whether the fact that I'm leaving in two days and like this week being my last week, maybe it's amplified things in terms of everything that I'm feeling, I'm feeling it more, but there is excitement at the end of the road, if that makes sense. Like, yes, I'm struggling a little bit today and this week, but I'm actually genuinely looking forward to Australia. I'm gonna be away for five weeks. I'm gonna have such a big time difference. I'm really gonna have to, not have to, but like just be in the present moment because when I'm awake, everyone else is gonna be asleep. Socials will probably be asleep. Do you know what I mean? Like I'll have to do my day and I'm just so excited to like turn up for myself more. Now, there is also this other thing of knowing that when you travel somewhere, not all your life problems get solved. And I've learned this the hard way. There has been times where I've been critically low. I book holiday. I think everything's gonna be sorted because you're gonna be somewhere hot and lovely. And I get there and everything comes with you. Now I'm speaking from Aruba 2020, which if you don't know, that was probably my lowest month, two months of my, what I've had low points in my life, but that was definitely one point. I was really struggling with the knee and disorder. It was at the beginning of my social media career. Um, and I thought going to the Caribbean solved my problems, but actually being in a bikini all day was actually really hard. Now I have grown a lot since then. I've grown a lot. And so I think this vacation, this trip will help me, but I am also very aware that it's the sun isn't going to fix everything. The environment around me isn't going to fix everything and i've got to make sure that i put in routines i've got to make sure that i turn up for myself i've got to make sure that like yeah i'm basically really turning up for myself because the environment around me isn't going to fix everything it's going to help but if i don't help myself it, it's not going to help as much as we think it's going to help and i'm actually excited to turn up for myself not that i am not now like i'm trying my hardest but I'm just excited for change. And you know what I haven't really put together? When I went to Bali last year, I went for six weeks. 
you know, I just went, I was like, oh cool, it's gonna be a fun trip. That trip changed me a lot, like a lot. I went with my ex-boyfriend, Max, and changed our relationship. It changed a lot of things, it brought up a lot of things, it was emotional, like everything. But I came out like a new human. And I think I'm forgetting that I'm literally going for the same amount of time, like five weeks, six weeks, what's the difference, right? And obviously, you know, I'm not I'm not in the same situation as I was last time. And so the same stuff isn't gonna come up because obviously that's life, new things always come up. But I, I know new things will come up. Things are obviously gonna come up in Australia, but I'm excited to just have the journey of it. And I'm excited to, yeah, I haven't really put together that like, I might come back and feel a lot different. Um, and so I'm really excited. I'm excited to experience new things. I think being such a routine person, I do the same things all the time. So I think it'd be so nice just to like travel around, do different things. I'm really excited to be running and be active and be in the sunshine and swim and go to the gym, drink my greens, have acai bowls for breakfast, have brunch, have avocado toast, have iced lattes. Like I'm very, very excited. And it's definitely helping me through right now. I won't lie. I just sat on my sofa for about 10 minutes, maybe five, looking in, looking out into my room, my office, and didn't feel like I had too much to say, like to add, you know, more to this episode. And then the thing that was going through my brain was like, I know I'm talking that like, I've just received help from my friends and I'm excited about Australia, but I know that maybe when I step away from this podcast mic, I'll feel a bit better, but I might not feel fully better and it's okay. It, yeah, it's okay. And I'm definitely the type of person that gets mad sometimes at the way that I cope through things. So whether that's bad habits, whether that's procrastinating, whether that's, you know, all like that stuff. And just to tell yourself that it it's okay, because on some level you're trying to keep yourself safe and it won't last forever and you're going through something. And even if you do one good thing for yourself in the day and then go back to your unhealthy habits or ruts or I don't know, doom scrolls, it's okay too. But just putting one foot in front of the other and knowing that the comeback is always bigger than the setback. No, yeah, that's the, that's the right way. And to know that even if you have low weeks, low days, it doesn't mean you're back where you used to be. Do you know what I mean? You can never regress from self-awareness because you've become more aware of life and things and the way that you operate. And so, and I think if anything, we feel more when we maybe know more or when we go deeper it's almost like, I think it's called the burden of self-awareness or self, I don't know. And I, I just want to let you, anyone who's listening, because I think if you're listening to my podcast anyways, you've got some sort of, you know, want to be a better self or becoming more aware or self-aware and all that stuff. And I just want you to know that it's absolutely normal to feel low in your journey. 
and it doesn't mean that you've gone all the way back and it's just very normal like i feel it too um and i don't think it's a burden of self-awareness i think it's a privilege to understand ourselves better and within that we're gonna have low days and that's okay too and so yeah you're always trying your best and your best is good enough and that's pretty much everything inside my mind my next podcast will be in australia which is super exciting i'm gonna take my travel mic so i can record out there um because you know there was an idea to kind of pre-record five weeks of podcast episodes so that you know they could all get out but i think i like updating you guys on like a weekly basis because i feel like you're getting like what's really happening at the time and I think my perceptions of things change so quickly that I'm like, I think I would disagree with things I said. <laughs> uh, well, not disagree, but you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm sending so much love. I hope you guys have an amazing day. I hope you guys like the new podcast cover. And also by the way, um, I know there are so many of you listeners out there. If you do enjoy my podcast, I would love if you could basically give it a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Um, you can hit like those five stars to choose out of. You can choose whatever you want. Um, it would mean the world to me because it basically pushes my podcast out more so more people can hear what's inside Anne's mind. Um, but yeah, I'm sending so much love and I'll see you guys next week. Bye.